I'm gonna light the candle. Alright. What is this, rent? I was about to start singing. <laughs> Quinn, we told you about our rent experience, right? I'm pretty sure we told you about no, this No, please tell me about your rent experience. Me and Lauren saw rent, and it was a bunch of children. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering rent. that rent experience. <laughs> They're all, like, like, the oldest people in the show were, like, were, like, sophomore or junior they were, They're still older school. than me, though. Yeah. But, like, they were my age, and I was, like, in high school at the time, but, like, I wasn't, like, a senior. I was still, like, a, I was, like, a sophomore, junior, I think. Uh, um, so you saw Rent as Jonathan Larson intended. <laughs> exactly. And it was entirely on a track. I need that liner. You mean, like, they were lip-syncing along? No, but the music was oh, on okay. track. okay, got it. They didn't have a band because the, the venue was small. Mm-hmm. And I guess because Rent is all music, there was only one track on the CD. Which is insane. <laughs> and their sound system apparently didn't let you fast forward. Because about <laughs> halfway through the show, it broke. And they had to start the entire show over again. So we watched the first half of Rent, then stopped, then watched all of Rent. <laughs> That's amazing. That reminds me of my, like elementary school music teacher on the days where he didn't like want to teach anything we would just watch fiddler on the roof but every single time he would go like we would come back and he'd be like where did we leave off in fiddler on the roof and we would tell him every time because it was right after if i was a rich man is where we would end every single time but he's like eh, i'm not sure we'll just restart it so i've seen <laughs> the first half of the fiddler on the roof movie 20 plus times never seen the end Good morning, guys. Welcome to Snuffed, a Survivor podcast. My name is Tyler. Well, sorry, I'm Lord. <laughs> and me, Quinn. Me, Quinn. Uh, welcome to the, to the show. Uh, this is a Survivor podcast, as I mentioned up at the top. And uh, we're talking about Survivor Winners at War, Season 40. And we're getting close to the end here. Mm-hmm. We only got two episodes left. Be honest. Now. Do you see anyone else other than Tony winning the season? Um, we'll talk about it. I'm not sure if I do. I don't know. I don't know if Tony's going to make it to the end. But I think right but now, it, if the season ended now, I would say yes. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, <laughs> that's. A, I just. I have a feeling he's going to. Unless now, immunity beast, uh, Tony just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tony winning is a satisfying ending to this season, so I would be disappointed if he won, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, but this is, we're getting down to it. Ne- the next two episodes, I think, are two-hour episodes. This is our last one-hour episode of Survivor. Ooh, I didn't season. know that. Yeah, because I think next week is two hours, and then the finale is two hours. I thought there was one more in between. Am I crazy? Probably. Oh, shit. No, it actually looks like, oh, no, these are these are done by, by voting things. Two hours next week, two hour finale, and then the special. So, last normal episode was this one. Woo! Wait, wait, no. Yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> that is correct. All okay. right. <laughs> it, this was the last one hour episode. So, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. I think they're giving immunity idols out, unless that's just... They don't know this. The people running the Wikipedia don't know the future. But that is the case. So let's get into it. Let's talk about this episode of Survivor. Um, Lauren, you want to kick us off with your notes? Yeah. So we start off at the top like we always do. Uh, With the fallout from the past tribal. So the Sophie blind side, uh, the story at the top of the gate Ben is pissed and will not communicate with Jeremy in any way. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that it was Tony who organized this whole coup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Sarah's like, I'm not going to yell at him. I'm going to cool down. And then we cut to her immediately yelling at him. Probably one of the funniest <laughs> editing so jokes funny. <laughs> is Sarah in her, in her, in her, uh, in her confessional going, 
Uh, I'm going to go and I'm just going to rationally talk to Tony and then smash cut to her screaming at Tony. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Because she sunk her game because she... And he's like, it's fine. We can work for Michelle. And she's like, I just voted to send Michelle home. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you just flipped. No one's going to want to work with me because you left me out of this vote. So now I'm fucked. And she was extremely pissed at Tony, which was the opposite of what he wanted. And yet... They didn't stop working together. <laughs> I think so. I, think I guess Tony didn't get what he wanted. All he got lucky that Sarah ended up so isolated. Tony was really the only choice. Yeah. So then, Tony goes and hides up in a tree. Mm-hmm. I love how the 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 episode preview last week made this seem like this was going to be a very important part of the episode, and it had no effect on anything. <laughs> It was less than three minute little segment here and then it ended and we never talked about it again. <laughs> he didn't even spy on anyone. He was just in a tree. He just wanted to be in a tree for a little while. <laughs> um, and then he does tell Bo- uh, Ben about his idol. So that's the thing that does happen. Yes. And doesn't does Ben find his idol right now or is that later? No, that's, that's later. later. So then we kind of have this... T- plan forming where Kim is rounding up the troops to vote for Tony. Um, yeah, and it seems like there there's like this t- discussion of a Michelle, Nick, and Denise final three. Yeah. Yeah. So, then we take a step back and go to the edge real quick where they had another challenge um, similar to the log challenge where they have to... Are you gonna... I'm afraid to do it on mic, so I'm not gonna do it. Well, if we pause for a second... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to the long challenge um, on Edge, they had to go uh, this certain path and 20 times bringing a coconut down every time. Can um, we... I'll agree that this was by far the worst Edge segment we've ever had. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, such a waste of time, and I'm pretty sure well, I was pretty sure one of them was gonna die. <laughs> I was gonna bring this up too. Yeah, this was not something I needed. We like this because last time we had like Ethan overcoming, and it was a story. And and this time it was just Rob doing it, and who cares? Because Rob didn't get anything. Because. The only, only the, the first six people who completed the task got a fire token. Right. And so when Ethan did it, it was like, he could quit, but he wants to do it. He wants to earn this. With Robert, it's just like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you, dude, just give up. You're not going to win. Just, you you fucked up your arm. Just sit Yeah, down. Rob like, fell and just full on broke his elbow. And it's just <laughs> so, it's bleeding profusely. And... They show him still completing the challenge to say he completed it, but his the amount of blood coming from his elbow is insane. It it scared me because it made me feel like there's a possibility Rob gets back in the game because they wanted to give him the story of, of perseverance and not well, giving up. Well, you thought the same thing about Ethan, and that didn't... Right, but that doesn't mean that... Because Danny also fell. But this like felt like you could have just... The Ethan thing felt like that was the story of, of that challenge, and this felt like this was not the story of this challenge, but they wanted to make it, it the just, story of this It just felt like a poorly designed challenge to make what? them walk on sl- sh- sharp rocks in the middle of high tide. If this was like a short, quick segment of just them walking and saying, oh, Natalie won because she's great. Or something, but the thing, the Rob thing makes me feel like there was a reason they spent so much extra time on this, because there was no reason to. And that's what makes me nervous. But I think that it go it continues to show that Natalie's a fucking beast. Yeah. Is, I hope she gets back in the game, because it's a travesty that she got voted out so early. That would be really, really that would be, at the same time, you know I love her, but it is my worst nightmare. <laughs> I, I would rather her. voted but, out coming back. At the but very she's end. done so much. Like, unlike last time where the third guy who got voted out came back into the game, and he did a lot in that short amount of time, but he didn't do anything on the edge. Natalie has been busting her ass since day one on the edge and has actually, like, 
done some things that are important to the game. And that, to me, makes it more interesting. And I think that's just in general, the, the tweaks they've made to Edge, I think the fact that it is more of a part of the game this year than it was the first time they did it. I'm, you know, interested in the idea of Natalie coming back in and trying to make an argument that she was still participating in the game even if she was on the edge. But I just don't get that for Rob. I don't get that for a lot of people on the edge. I don't really feel like they feel like they have that story. So, uh, I don't know. But it just felt like they were trying to show, even when he loses, Rob... Per, per, you know, perseveres to get back into things like that's. But that what it also felt could like just be was. Survivor wanting to give Rob a good edit, like they always do. Yeah, it's possible. It just seemed like it was such a waste of time. And now we're we're talking about it for an extended period. <laughs> but yeah, I agree though, Quinn. This was I was going to mention it if you didn't. I thought this was a, like a really boring segment that went on too long and was unnecessary. And just put because... them at risk for no real reason. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sure they didn't think it was going to. Like, they just wanted to do something grueling so they can get some fire tokens and do something with them. I get that, but I, I just think that it was unnecessary. Yeah. Um. Well, the people who got a fire token out of that were Natalie, Sophie, Yule, Tyson, Parv, and Wendell in that order. I was happy so. that Danny finally got some content again about ten episodes later. For falling I love down. that the content is her losing the challenge. I know. <laughs> It was nice to see she's still there, still alive. She, in some capacity. she looks like rough. She's so skinny, you could like see her individual ab muscles. Yeah, out of her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for her. All right, so we're done with the edge. Mm-hmm. So then we go back, and this is where Nick is starting to play Nick's game, where he's like, "Let me." Just go stir up, not not drama, but let me just go talk to everyone I can. And an interesting thing is that he says the title here. No, I thought... But also... But he's not the final person to say it. Jeremy says it later. Oh. We got two <laughs> title babies. Both, both Nick and Jeremy said it separately in different confessionals, so they both count. So I don't know who picked um, you, but they both count. None of us picked either of them. Woohoo! <laughs> It Although, was. I remember wanting to say Nick, and then I switched to it at the last second. But, anyways, doesn't count. <laughs> um, so, Nick makes a final three with Michelle and Denise. And they kind of decide that they want to get rid of Sarah, Tony, and Jeremy. They think that they are the biggest threats. Then we have I... the scene where Ben finds the idol. Yeah. <laughs> It was kind of funny, though, him trying to, like, hide it just because out of force of habit, but Tony's right there. Yeah, and then he makes the mistake, in my opinion, of not saying that. He keeps saying, like, well, you know, you, you know, like, I don't know if I could trust you. Just because be like, of what just sorry, happened. bro, force of habit. Yeah, just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I saw it, and I got, I just was, like, used to trying to hide it. I, I, it was just instinct. Instead, Ben kept saying, like, yeah, I don't know if I can trust you, though. <laughs> it's like, why are you saying that to don't him? Don't double down. <laughs> that was funny that Tony called him out on it. Be like, I can yeah. see that. Um, and the whole thing ends with, uh, after this back and forth of, of Ben trying to convince Tony, and Tony doing the thing that makes Tony, I think, such an interesting player to watch, is when Tony is talking to somebody... And you know Tony is only thinking about one thing in his head. And so he's going like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, why'd you hide it from me, bro? <laughs> you know? Like, I just wanted to, I think we're cool, right? And then he's like, yeah, I just don't know if I trust you. He goes, yeah, 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 but that was in the past, right? You know? Why'd you hide it from me? Why did you hide it from me, bro? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all he is thinking about is the fact that Ben tried to hide that, and is not even thinking about what Ben's saying in the moment. <laughs> Just like last week with Michelle and the fire tokens. The reason I don't think Tony realized that her lie didn't make any sense is because he was just thinking about where he... Once he heard zero fire tokens, he went, okay, where can I get more fire tokens? Like, he was no longer listening in that conversation. <laughs> And it's something he'll he'll do again later on this episode. And I'm excited to talk about that too. Uh, Go ahead. What's next? So then we're at the immunity challenge. And Um, here we see a lot of very bad decision making. mm -hmm. On almost everyone's behalf. Just so bad. Um, So I want to... 
And it's important to remember at this immunity challenge that Nick did say earlier in this episode that one of the top three people that he wants out of the game is Tony. Mm-hmm. He says that out of his own mouth. <laughs> now, fast forward. Well, first of to all, the, the first thing challenge. I want to say in the immunity challenge that is is truly a heartbreaking thing is Jeff goes on and on and on about how the first time they did this challenge, it went six hours. Next time they did it, they made it harder. It was an hour and a half. And then we made it even harder this time. We're going to see how long it lasts this time. And at some point, they start asking Jeff about bribes to get off of the It's thing. specifically Ben. Ben specifically keeps asking for milk and cookies or food. Well, he, he specifically... They, well, like what happens is... Somebody says that to Jeff. Jeff says, what would you guys want? Ben says, chocolate chip cookies. No, it was Ben the whole butter. time. Yeah, but I think everybody else was agreeing. Like, Tony was like... Sure, but like... Saying, like, yeah, was... yeah, yeah, can we get bribed to come down? Uh, but Ben specifically says that he wanted chocolate chip cookies, or cookies and peanut butter. And then Jeremy falls, and then after Jeremy falls, Ben accidentally stumbles and touches the thing, and then eliminates himself. <laughs> it is honest. He could have lied. He could have lied. Jeff says, did you touch it? He goes, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then steps off. And then ten minutes later, Jeff brings out cookies and peanut butter. And to me, I'm like, Jeff, bro, Ben literally said he wanted that specific thing. And then he self-eliminated from this because he was honest, because you didn't know if he touched it or not. And he said yes. So, you know what? He was, he was, he was, uh, he was honest. You said thank you for being honest. He could give him some cookies and peanut butter. I mean, come on. Like, even one. <laughs> like, th- 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 come on, man. <laughs> Do you think he smelled the peanut butter? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, it um, feels like that smell is something that they all just instinctually know. <laughs> I, just like, wait, who, who had he? Oh, yeah. It was after this where... Someone had eaten peanut butter, and then they wanted to smell their bread. It was Wendell. It, it was Wendell in the end credits tag. I thought I did see <laughs> because Kim ate peanut butter in the challenge. I did see a comment that was like, "Meanwhile, Wendell's at a, Extinction Island, not knowing that everyone around him is sharing peanut butter without him." Aww. Oh no! Buddy. Tony's sharing it with everybody. I I don't I, I don't know if that's true eat. or not. I just thought it was funny. It is funny. Um, so then, that's when all hell breaks loose, when these cookies come out. Yes. Things really take a turn. Because at that point, we're giving immunity and uh, and two fire tokens to the okay. first two people who win this challenge. I did want to say, it does feel super or Men and women, I'm sorry. To be giving two immunities out this late in the game. Right? I agree. I thought that was weird. Well, I there's got to be an end game with the fire tokens, right? Yeah, but like, why? I just don't get why there were two immunities up for grabs when there's seven people left in the game. It feels kind of absurd. Uh, oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the fire tokens. Yeah, I don't know why they keep doing that. Like, I get it for the very first one. That's fine, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. if, at this point, if if there are challenges that you deem like. Are, have different difficulty rates by gender, you shouldn't be putting them this late in the game. They need to be equal at this point. Yeah, and this isn't one that they needed to do two for. No. But it did It did end this confusion. So, it comes out, he says, if you step off, I'll give this to you. At that point, there's still like five people left in this. And then... There's only only like two or three people dropped. I think three. So then... Immediately, Kim drops off. And yeah. then, shortly after, Michelle does. So, Denise just by default wins. Right. And then Nick and Tony are left. And then Nick takes it. Well, because earlier, Nick tried to bribe Tony. Be like, I'll give you a fire token if you let me win. Yeah. And he says, no. And then the cookies come out. So, then he goes, Tony, I'll drop if you give me a fire token. Are we good? And he just goes, yeah. And then Nick drops. Because I think Nick was like, I, I want that. Like, I, I mean, this was, I don't know. I think Nick felt safe. Yeah, and... I don't think Nick was worried about going home. And I don't well, think he needed Well, I actually, it. I think more than that, I think, well, because when 
the thing with bargaining for in immunity or an HOH and Big Brother, <laughs> it doesn't really work when you're clearly struggling. Right. <laughs> and Nick was clearly struggling. So obviously Tony's going to be like, no, because I am fine and you are so not. But well, and specifically what Tony said, and I believe this, and I, he was, the reason he was going for it was because he could win three in a row. Yeah. And, that, and he was like, I got to go for three in a row. Yeah. I would, I, if it wasn't that case, I'd drop off. But I want this. Yeah. Um, cause I just thought it was so funny cause Nick was like, I'll give you a fire token, Tony. And it's like, I don't know. But it, cause, but the other thing is why would you bargain if you were comfortable? It's mm-hmm. kind of like this weird catch 22 where if you start trying to bargain for the win, it makes you seem like you're going to drop any second. I, At least from the way I interpret it. I, honestly, I think I just like. Even then, though, it just feels like really poor decision making by Nick, and also obviously oh, yeah. by Kim. But right, because as Kim, you should know I'm going after a big target this week. I've already like called my shot, so I should probably try to be safe because, in my mind, if I'm doing something big, being able to fall back on the it can't come and blow me out of the water this round is really nice and is something that tastes better than peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And especially, especially since your big-ass target is still on there and he only has to beat one more person. Exactly. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that one person is struggling already. Already tried to bargain with him at this point. Before the even peanut butter was introduced, he was already trying to bargain with him. And... It was, he just won the last two immunities. So, like, you know that, like, your ability to get this guy out is dwindling. Yeah. I wonder, though, because I think Nick and Nick and Tony are, like, weirdly still tight. They're still voting together throughout this episode. And I think maybe Nick thinks that if he drops and he... makes this bargain with Tony, he gets a fire token and he stays in Tony's good graces instead of trying to get Tony out. Although I think he should just get immunity. But I, I don't know. Maybe he's a very weak target. I like think, he should have, they should have just done it and gotten Tony out. But. I think for sure, at the end of the day, Nick knew he wasn't going to win. Nick yeah. knew that his, I, I think his time the, up there was I think limited. that's the answer. I think Nick knew he wasn't going to win. And so he was like, okay, if, if I drop off, I get a fire token and some and cookies. Food. And I think that's why he did it. Yeah. Yeah, because he he didn't think he was gonna get immunity. But then it looks to his his like to everyone that he was trying to get the plan because he was fully on board to get Tony out, mm-hmm. and then he has to go up to them after be like, "Sorry, guys, there was cookies." <laughs> I, I like, think it just doesn't seem the, like the two or the, the I'd say the only two mistakes Kim made this episode were one losing immunity or giving up on the immunity, and two the bigger mistake I think. Was throwing out Tony's name before immunity challenge. I think when it's this close, you really should start saving your real play until right. after don't, you don't know who's safe. Don't make a plan. Right. Don't make a plan until you know. Because all you're doing is talking around and getting people to think about you. Right. And I, we're coming up here. I have an argument on what I think was truly the the fatal the fatal gameplay mistake in this episode and it's coming up in a second oh there's this um, is a mistake filled episode <laughs> yeah. on many people's parts yeah so then they go back to camp and the group that was going to vote tony all have a long discussion about putting that tony plan on the back burner <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i loved this scene so much because they said back burner at least like 12 times <laughs> so that's for the very slim portion of our audience for 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 context (laughs) because that's nice sometimes (laughs) me and lauren in college were in a sketch comedy group called backburner yes so and the whole bit that it was called backburner is because we always said we were going to put things on the backburner so that was a very fun moment when they were just because they all said it like twice each (laughs) it was fun anyways moving on um so then we have the scene that 
is what I think Tyler thinks was one of the biggest mistakes of the episode. Yeah, this is my petard hoist, I think. Where Ben tells Tony that Kim wants him out. It it is a hundred percent something Ben did not need to say. At least he, at least right now, he could have waited. Some, he should not, unless you unless you really want Tony around in the end, which Ben probably shouldn't. But at this point, I'm looking at. You, what you have to understand, I don't think Ben understands that he's working with Tony. I think Ben is a classic example of, in this season, Tony keeps talking about how he kind of lulled everybody to a false sense of security by playing normal. And now he's playing like Tony the Maniac again, right? Yeah, he's finally being who he, he's wanted to be. He's living and his ben true life. And, he, and he's untouchable. <laughs> and Ben made the mistake of thinking he was talking to the Same. Tony he started this game with. <laughs> And not the Tony he is currently playing with. <laughs> because Ben makes the mistake of going, well, they were going to vote. For, they were going to try to blindside you, but you have immunity. And Tony goes, okay, so now we got to. And then so he's like, so now so we got to go for Jeremy. Though, and Tony though? goes, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. But who said my name? Who said my name? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes uh, it, 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 look, they were going to blindside you before. They can't blindside you anymore because you have immunity. So don't worry about it. We got to get out of Jeremy. He goes, right, oh, yeah, right, right, totally. Right. Let's get out of Jeremy. But who said but, my uh, name? Who said my name? <laughs> <laughs> And Tony is only focused on on. And then, he was like, and then he was like, it was Kim. And then like, okay. And then he was like, but and Ben's like, but Jeremy's still right. He goes, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. You sure it was Kim? You sure you, you it was Kim who said my name? And Ben's like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. We're not talking about Kim. We're talking about Jeremy. And Tony's like, oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. So like, but it was Kim. Kim wants me out. <laughs> it's this, so funny. This is the other another moment where Tony. Heard one thing, and that is all that he is thinking about. You can tell him literally. Yeah, he's not. Matter. He's nodding and saying yes, but he is not listening to anything Ben's saying anymore. <laughs> he's now figuring out the way to get rid of Kim. <laughs> and but the because as I said last episode, I am rooting for Nick at this point. <laughs> There's just something about him that I want him to do can, well okay. all the time. Well, I think we can talk about this a little bit later, but I do have like my winner's narratives that are that I think are, are starting to form that I'm rooting for. And I I do kind of like uh, Nick's one. And the big thing with Nick is that there's been this, like, subtle background thing about Nick just being present all the time in everything. And sometimes people mention it in commentary, but a lot of the time it's imagery of, like, two people having a discussion and Nick is in the background just lurking. <laughs> and it's... It's been throughout this entire season. It's like Nick is always present for anything that's going down, and he's always on the right side of the votes. He's always, which is how he was playing a perfect game up until like three episodes for the rest of his season. Mm -hmm. Like, he always just seems to know where the vote is going. He's really good. And, And he made the move here to vote for Kim and moved the vote for Sophie last week. But... In both of those moves, he was a crucial part of that vote, but nobody is going to pin the blame on him. Nobody's going to come after Nick because of it. But if he doesn't vote that way, it doesn't happen. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think he's he's playing this pretty like interesting game of like being like being a part of big and also technically from the bottom because he has been a target from the mm-hmm. now. I don't think people even see him as a target, but from the beginning, people just were all like, "Oh, we could just get Nick out, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> To me, there is there is a hierarchy on the season. We've been talking about it all season. And of the people left in the game, the hierarchy goes, Tony has got to be the number one person you vote out next, any chance you get. He is the biggest target. Then Jeremy, because they kept trying to get rid of Jeremy and they couldn't get rid of him, so now he's a target too. So Tony and just Jeremy by, at the top. He's just the, the default, oh no, we're giving them a winner story. <laughs> right. Then, then Sarah is next because she's still a legend. I would say, and she's a part of that. I would say I've got to get rid of her. I'd rank, I'd want to get rid of Michelle more than Sarah. But I'm saying I don't think that's what they're thinking. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm talking about the the people, Tony, Jeremy, Sarah, of the people left. Those are the legends, right? Those are the people who have legendary. Those games. are the exact people that Nick said he wanted out. Right, mm-hmm. and Nick, Michelle, Ben. And I don't remember, but I feel like Denise is in that uh, that group too. Are winners that people don't really respect. To you. No, but I'm saying of the the greater Survivor community. Don't you dare talk shit about Denise's game. 
I in just my house. said I don't know in about these. I was asking you if that was the that was the vibe. Oh god, I thought damn, that was something you. you said before that people don't look at Denise as like a as a like a, a survivor legend, like a big threat. I am done. I am Quinn. I am asking you a question. I don't know what I'm talking about. He's tonying right now. He doesn't know what else. You're saying. No, I was I was quoting Denise from this tribal council. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh I got my you. god, we have to talk about that. Yeah, too. we'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, but I'm saying like I Michelle and Nick and Ben. I think specifically those three are people that their their games don't get recognized. And I don't think anybody Until, who's on this island yeah. is worried about them. Yeah, that's fair. And they're wor- the people they're worried about is it's it's Tony, Jeremy, Sarah, and then I think Ben and Denise I think are near the top of that too. And Michelle and Nick are just hanging out at the bottom, a solid duo that nobody is gunning for. But are they a duo? Because they haven't. Yes, I think they are. They. I mean, they still have a they still have a tight three, and they both like. We're a part of this Jeremy vote until Nick flipped for Kim, but it's not like Kim was a part of their final three. She was just a part of their plan to blindside Tony. They weren't really an alliance. I don't know. I feel like they, at least in their votes, they seem together, but like, I feel like the narrative we've been given, they aren't a, together anymore. And I, I, it they doesn't make the final three in this episode. But yeah, I feel like it's going up and down and back and forth in a way that confuses me. I agree, though. I think the way they're voting, they're they're. I think that's the thing is. I think Michelle and Nick are playing a very smart under under cover game where nobody's paying attention to them, but they're making these really interesting moves to affect the game and help other people without putting the target on their back. Like they are doing a lot in this game without actually being the focal points. And that's why I think both of their narratives are interesting. And obviously to me, the most interesting narrative of this entire season would be a Michelle win because Michelle was always considered like a a non-winner because of her season. So for her to come in and beat a whole season of winners, I think would be such a good story. I'm agreeing with that. I think other than Tony, I think Michelle has the best game so far of who's left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, really, these and, and like Tony's playing like maniac, but he's playing with safety because he he's won immunity in three weeks. He has an and idol has now, idol. and I think that he just has no nothing to lose. So, yeah, that's. I think that's but, uh, the what, thing with Tony is that's why I think he's making it to the end. Other than maybe the fire making challenge, is because he has the idol. He's apparently Jeremy, Ben, and Nick really aren't threats at these immunity challenges. <laughs> or anyone. That, that, yeah, that is true, man. Shit. Yeah. I, they I, think Jeremy's an is a competition beast, but he's not really. Has he won immunity? He's like always the first person out. <laughs> no, he's... He won, the, wait, he he won, won at one yeah. point. Oh, he won the other dual immunity. Yeah. Oh, fun survivor fact that I found out. Every time Denise okay. has won individual immunity... It has been during a dual win with someone else. Men? Yeah. That's interesting. Like, of all time, not just this no, season? No, of both of her seasons. That's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> so, what sparked this whole conversation was... Um, Nick. Tony asks Nick, were you gonna blindside me? Oh my god, this was so funny. This was horrible to watch. <laughs> And Nick says, no. He or says, he says, like... He, this is how it goes down. He goes, um... Or he says, like, do you, did you know Kim was trying to get me out? Or what, something like that. What happens is, Tony goes up to Nick and says, Hey, were you planning on blindsiding me to get me out? And he goes, no. And then he goes, oh. Because Ben just said that you guys were. He said Kim threw my name out. And he goes, oh, uh, oh, that kid. Uh, <laughs> let me think about that for a second. <laughs> and then eventually goes. Like, I think I heard that. He goes, yeah, 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 I think Kim did say that. You know what? That's ringing a bell. I thought they were talking about the other Tony. But, but then, I get it now. But then I, the best part about that is, is after that, in Tony's confessional, being like, well, Nick is clearly lying. <laughs> 
<laughs> but then he goes, Nick goes, yeah, but uh, my pockets feel a little bit light. And then Jody pays up his abuse. <laughs> fire token. <laughs> what a bold time to ask for that. <laughs> After just bold face lying to him and then be like, oh, by the way, you owe me a fire token. But, but, like, give me. Give me. <laughs> but again, it's this really interesting thing. I was going to vote you out, but forgive me that. For whatever. Give me a fire turn. <laughs> but it is, it, it, it is Nick playing... Uh, I feel like he's playing up how stupid he is. And that was something Tony says. It's like, he's like, oh, t- uh, Nick's aloof. He's not a threat. He's like barely paying attention to anything. And so like he's like, like oh, let me think. I can't remember... Because he, like, he doesn't give a shit. But I was like, Nick is definitely thinking, I need to make it so it doesn't seem like I was a part of this plan and I can throw Kim under the bus. And that's really why he's taking so long to figure out the best way of explaining that yeah, to him. But it's very <laughs> obvious that he's lying. Yeah, it's very obvious that he's like, uh, oh. Because uh, he doesn't want to lie and just say, no, Kim didn't say that. Um, yeah. And he but, can't be like, oh yeah, she did say that to me. Because then Tony would be like, well, then why the fuck didn't you tell me? <laughs> Uh, it's fascinating. <laughs> so then Tony goes on his war path to get Kim out. <laughs> and I I'll, I think we could just kind of get into it now. But this yeah. vote confuses me so much because... I think I figured it out. I, or what confuses me is it doesn't really seem to be in either both Nick and Ben's best interest to vote the way they did. I I will explain. Well, let's talk about tribal, and then I'll explain what I think. Okay. Well, okay. To set this up, Michelle, so they're all still aware that people are still going to throw votes at Jeremy. Um, So Michelle gives him her 50-50 idol, uh, or advantage potential idol coin. And um, Jeremy and Tony... Oh, this is at Tribal. So, <laughs> at Tribal, pretty much right at the bat, out the bat, Jeremy and Tony just start whispering. Ben is, like, watching them. Cause to- but I-, I don't know. Tony was just, like, nervous that Jeremy switched his mind. Um, and then Kim gets up, and everyone just starts whispering again. And it was very funny because um, <laughs> Jeff was doing color commentary on all the whispering. That was good. I liked that. I like the part where he was it. He was talking to Nick, and people started moving. And then Jeff just interrupts him. And goes, he goes, "Hey, is it weird that this this whispering thing is going on, and you're not? You're still answering my question. Like it doesn't even face you." <laughs> He's like, "Is it become so commonplace that this happens that you're not even thinking about it as it's clearly happening around you?" She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I I did like how Wendell and Nick's bond was so strong that during this whole whisper train thing, Wendell goes, "Keep talking, Nick. Keep talking." <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wendell wants Nick in the picture. He wants him to know what's going on. Um, <laughs> so the dream team, Wendell and Nick. Yeah, I wish we got. I'm more sad of that, that. Yeah, I'm sad they didn't. Or, well, I we got a good portion of it, but the, the edit was like they weren't friends <laughs> when in it reality they were the whole time. And then um, eventually, Tony tells Nick to vote for Kim. Yeah. So this is this is part two of that thing where. Jeremy and Jeremy and Tony start whispering and Ben is so fucking angry and Tony turns to Ben to start whispering to him and he goes no he goes vote for Kim he goes no chill <laughs> like that is not how many times I have to tell you it is not the plan to get out Kim just vote out Jeremy <laughs> we will get rid of Kim later she is not the priority right now but that is the only thing Tony can think about is getting rid of Kim because Kim said his name. So he can't he can't focus on anything else. Ignoring the fact that there is other people very willing to vote him out. <laughs> well, yeah. like the the only person getting rid of Kim is good for is or okay, there's three people. It's Sarah, Jeremy, and Tony. Getting Kim is better than getting rid of Jeremy for those three. No one else. So it doesn't really make sense to me why this happened. The only reason why I think Nick voted for him was because when Nick was talking to him, I think Nick is afraid of having Tony go after him. So he wants to vote with Tony at this point because I think he knows that Tony's going to like scrounge up the votes. So he's like, I might as well jump ship with it's- him. And I think if... 
maybe I'm extrapolating a little too much, but I think he's probably like, all right, Tony's on a warpath right now. If I am against Tony, then I am one of, I am next. I don't want to be against Tony, so I'll vote with him, but we can still, there's still enough people around that want Tony out that we can still vote him out because we can't add this tribal anyways. It's fine. Here's, here's what I think it is. I think it's less that he's afraid and more that he's using Tony as a shield. Because I think in this situation, what Nick has done this this night and the night before is use Tony as a meat shield to be a part of the big stupid move Tony's doing without anybody looking at him. And what's the alternative? He gets Jeremy out? Does Nick care to get Jeremy out? I don't think I don't think he cares about getting Jeremy out or Kim out. And I think that to him, he's like, this is what I'm assuming Nick's How, wait, logic is, is that... Has Nick voted properly every tribal? Yes. It might be him just trying for a perfect game. But to me, I think... No, he has. Vo- well, recently he has. Okay, well then that was... Okay, never mind then. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking about the last two two weeks. But I think what Nick is doing is he is jumping on the big board, the big move... Tony Express without, but he's in the back and Tony's in the front and Tony's going to be the target and not Nick. And no one's looking at Nick and saying, we got to get rid of Nick. But if they can get rid of Tony, Nick can then say, I was a part of all these big moves on his resume instead of not being a part of those big moves and letting Tony flounder when Tony wouldn't get hurt, but it it could throw it on somebody else. I think that's what Nick's plan is. Yeah. But here it's, it's, it's different because I don't think, Getting Kim out is a bigger is as big of a move as getting Sophie out was. Yeah, but I think he, I think Nick was just wanted to get on board the big move train. I th- yeah, I think that's really what it came down to, and and that it it I think, and I I think there's a part of Nick, not that he's afraid of Tony, but if he if he votes with Tony. And gets out the person that Tony associates with him getting out. If he does that, it negates him. It like kind of like evens out the fact that he was clearly lying to him earlier. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a we're even now. It's yeah. we're good. We're fine. Um, and then let's talk about Denise ending all of the whispering. I don't get. I I've seen a lot of comments online of people not liking whisper tribal councils, but I'm here to support them. They rule. I love that. And this one, I don't think they've done this as much in the past, but this one, we could hear what everybody was saying to each other because they were subtitling it. But so I also don't you mind... knew what was what all the conversations were. But I also don't mind not hearing because then it's a surprise. Me neither. It's so much more interesting watching everybody well, because... whisper. <laughs> People answering questions at Tribal means nothing. I know. They don't exactly. mean anything. It, like, it's, so... it gets boring watching them like try to talking code for the 100th episode in a row yeah and then the code can be interpreted one way for like this person and another way for this person but like it does for for people at tribal it makes them nervous because it's like who no one has a way of knowing where this vote's gonna go but also for us because we're like something could have changed we don't know i will i will give just like the tyson vote props to kim for perfectly reading that she was in danger she, she knew yeah. instantly the issue. The problem was I don't think she made the right move to save herself. What what should she have done? I think she should have changed the target to from I don't know to Sarah to Ben mm-hmm. to somebody else other than Jeremy. I think if I think if they, she could have she, she could have impulse got people to vote for Sarah. If she would have gotten gotten people to vote for Sarah, we might have been able to flush Tony's idol. Yeah. Something, but instead they instead they didn't, and so there was no. Because yeah. I feel like people might be too afraid to come up with a plan to get out Sarah just throughout the day. But if you tell me two minutes before I have to vote, hey, just vote for Sarah. We're all voting for Sarah. I'd be like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have time. She doesn't have time to fight back or like come up with yeah. a scheme. Like she's done. Now, and now here's the thing where, where the votes get interesting. Um, 
Well, we didn't talk about Denise yet. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so, everyone's whispering. Everyone's whispering. It is going on for... Because we also... But also, the fun thing is, we don't know how long these go That's true. On. It could be a lot longer <laughs> than we think. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy goes to whisper to Denise, and she basically goes, No. I'm done. I'm not talking to anyone. And he was like, Are you sure about that? Because you're only safe tonight. <laughs> and I was like... Damn, Jeremy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but she stood her ground and was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm voting the way I came into the vote. I'm not doing anything." Else. I get. I get why she which was, was also irritated, which was also stupid. But I don't feel like if it, it was the best gameplay move. <laughs> no, because I mean, it was it was right. That just shows a vote of, of just I don't know. I feel like it felt like showboating, but like for no reason. I I think. We can all agree here, especially looking at how the vote shaked out. Especially since Jeremy didn't even go home. The people speaking <laughs> to voting for Jeremy was dumb. They should have voted for Sarah. Yeah, they should have changed it up because that would have been their best route. And I don't get why. I, maybe Kim tried to and, like, Denise wouldn't budge, so there was nothing she could do. We don't really know. Yeah, because Denise was, like, I'm not changing my vote from earlier today. And I don't really think anybody was on... I don't think Kim's really tight with anybody. I don't think anybody cared enough that Kim went home. Weirdly enough, I feel like for a while, Tony was Kim's closest ally. (laughs) Yeah. And and I think Tony... um, Tony wanted Kim out. I don't think anybody else cared enough, but everybody really wanted to get rid of Jeremy here. And Denise and Kim and Michelle sticking that plan... I don't know... I don't know why Michelle stuck to that plan because clearly that plan had fallen apart and she's tight with Jeremy, so I don't know why I, d- she, I didn't really understand uh, still voted for him. her whole plan of where she's like, I have to vote for Jeremy, but I don't want Jeremy going home. It's like, no, you don't. I'm so confused. Because she because she thinks that's the majority still. But you should know based on everything that just happened that it's clearly not the case anymore. Yeah. Um so that I think everybody else fucked up here. But I but but weirdly, throughout all the whispering and everything, and the way the votes break down, I feel like because Ben, who was insistent that they vote for Jeremy and not Kim, doesn't vote for Jeremy. Which I that I think votes for Kim. That's the most insane thing about this vote is that Jeremy and Ben ended but, up voting for the same person. What happens though? And this is where I think the I logic think Tony just strong armed everybody. What happens if uh, Ben votes for Jeremy? Then Kim still goes home because it was a 5-3. Oh, no, it would be a 4-4 then. Then they'd re-vote. Hold on. Let's do math. Um, So Kim and Jeremy wouldn't be able to vote. Oh, Kim would still go home because then I think um, Michelle would change her vote. So I, I think not wanting to go to a tie is why Ben voted the way he did. But I feel like a tie isn't the worst thing for him right now. Like a secondary tie. I don't know. That's be, just my. That's just. But my the theory. initial tie when is not the worst. When do you go to rocks? When do you go to rocks? You go to rocks after, after the second the, vote on a tie, and it's still a tie. Okay. So like going to a tie once, but it wouldn't have been. Move. Would it have been a tie? How many people are left? It would have been a tie if. Um, Ben voted for Jeremy because it was it were there were eight people left, so it would have been four four. But if Jeremy if Jeremy and Kim couldn't vote, how many people were left then? Six. Okay, so it still could have been a tie. But I think I think Michelle would have then changed to keep Jeremy because she clearly wanted to. I don't know why did she didn't just vote for Kim too or something. It's so weird that she still voted for Jeremy. She really wanted to make it seem like she wasn't on Jeremy's side. Yeah, I'm not sure why. But clearly Jeremy knows that she's on his side because she gave him her thing. Yeah. Which he almost used and pulled it out and then said no. Um, yeah, this was like a very interesting ending because I love Jeremy in pain screaming and Sarah telling Tony not to play the idol. That was wild. Tony gets his idol out, says, I'm going to play this for Sarah, and then Sarah says no. Honestly, it was ballsy. It was very ballsy, and it was fine because 
she didn't have any votes anyways. But, like, what if she did? But also, too, now everyone just knows... Not only do they know that Tony has an idol, but they know that Sarah felt safe enough. You know? Yeah. Or what... And I feel like there's... Once you get... You don't want people in Survivor to know that you feel safe. Yeah, there's... Or I, to me, even if I'm Sarah and Tony's my ally... There's a point where I don't want anyone to have idols, even my allies, you know? So why not make him use it? Right. She should have just said yes, and then they could have gotten rid of it. But I think Sarah is still afraid that Tony's gameplay is going to make her get voted out. And I think she was like, I think I know the votes are going towards Kim tonight. I think I'm safe. So I don't want to worry about wasting this idol when I could probably use it next week. And, and save myself for another week in the game because I think she's under the assumption that she'll get that idol from Tony which might not be a good assumption but it seems like things were going to get interesting next week because I'm assuming this is when we're bringing somebody back the, from the edge next week I think it will be at the start of the finale like last time I hope not. Well, the, the the preview of next week's episode made it seem like it was this week. Because everyone on the edge was was like... They were like... It's like we were all suddenly activated. It was like... It seemed like they got something that was like the challenge to get back in the starting now go. Like, whatever is happening is kind of a big deal on edge. And so it makes... And then there was no, like, big group shots. It was only, like, individual shots of people talking about voting. Which makes me think that... Some, but there's there's somebody in the game that they didn't want to show in the in the preview. So that's what I think. Seems like this is it. This is the moment. Would you be happier than that, Quinn? What do you mean? If I would be, if would they you came be happier if it was now? Like... Yeah, I mean, uh, or the earlier the better. <laughs> so they can actually, you know, play Survivor more. <laughs> yeah, and and I think that because everybody's talking about getting rid of Ben next. But I think that's because Jeremy still has allies, and I don't really think Ben does have a lot of allies left. Which is why Ben should not have voted with Jeremy this episode. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Very confusing. Very weird. Um, Kim gives her coins to Michelle, Denise, and Sarah. Interesting that she did Sarah. Yeah. I that was strange. I've I've no idea why, but just interesting. So, um, our predictions last week. <clears throat> oh shit! I got it right. <gasps> Hooray! <laughs> um, we said who was gonna get voted out. Quinn said Nick. Tyler said Jeremy, and I said Kim. I did Congrats. it. Congrats. Um. Hey Tyler, how's it feel to lose somebody on your team? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did we you started this episode saying you think one of my players is definitely gonna win <laughs> and then agreeing that another one of my players made the most sense of that person. i mean <laughs> if we're talking odds they're in your yeah, favor I, at this point there's only two people who can vote out i'm assuming i'm gonna be losing people because unless ben gets voted out next week and then somebody takes out the knees it's probably gonna be somebody on my team going up I was so excited when Denise won immunity because I was like, I get to relax. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So for the title, uh, Quinn guessed Kim, Tyler guessed Sarah, I guessed Michelle. Uh, We had two chances and (laughs) (laughs) got it right. Um, So petard hoisting. Quinn said Ben, Tyler said Kim, and I said Jared. I was very right. I think Quinn won. <laughs> I think I think it was Ben. Because to end up working with your biggest enemy in the game for a move that doesn't really benefit you, how that that's like one of the most petardy things we've seen. And you're the reason it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he hadn't said anything to Tony, they would have gotten rid of Jeremy tonight. Easily. Yeah. Unless he played that thing and he got the idol, it would have been Jeremy. It was big dumb. It was very stupid. Um, so that was a, that was a big mistake, uh, and I and I don't think Kim made Kim's mistake was still voting for Jeremy instead of voting for somebody else. But they were like in, when minor tribal, mistakes that are still like understandable the logic behind it. Yeah, yeah, they're Ben not... Ben one hundred percent made the biggest mistake. So he's the he's our protagonist. 
Sorry, I just said death diving. Yeah, I love it. I love the Ocho. All right. Uh, what's next? So, what is the title for next week's episode? It's weird. Uh, it's it's the penultimate episode. The penultimate step of the war. Is the name of the penultimate episode of the season. I'm going to say... I don't know if anyone's actually going to say it. But they always... I'm going to say it Adam, though. <laughs> Seems like an Adam quote. That does sound like an Adam quote. Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. That does sound like an Adam thing. <laughs> the, the best part about the Edge of Extinction thing was showing Adam and being like, Yeah, this ain't my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say... Gonna say <laughs> he just didn't care. I'm going to say... who. I feel like Sarah kind of talks weird sometimes, so I'll give that to her. No, I, I think it's somebody on the edge. I'm going to go with Boston Rob. Penultimate seems like a weird thing he would say. Rob? It's the penultimate step of the war. Amber. <laughs> Do you... Quinn. What? Do you think they're boning on the edge of extinction? Oh, this so. was a discussion me and Lauren had. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Did you say I hope so? I do or hope, I hope so. I, yeah, me too. Because I think I, there are like two instances of survivor sex that I can think of. And I think that's not enough. <laughs> me, I am on the same page. <laughs> me and Lauren are joking. Like, like a, There's like a confessional of the other contestants. And they're like, I thought getting voted out and having to come to the edge of extinction was going to be the worst part. But it's not. It's, it's all the, the boning. <laughs> it's the constant boning. It's the literal <laughs> edge thing. Uh, it's just like they have to. They're like, we need to build a new bed just for that. <laughs> <laughs> just leave us alone. <laughs> um. So. Because you, the reason why I thought that, because I was the one who brought it up, was after he breaks his elbow, we have Amba talking about how heroic he is and what a great guy he is. And I was like, they for sure boned after that. <laughs> <laughs> Broken elbow and all. Um, so, okay, what's next? <laughs> Who are you guessing is getting voted out? I'm going to say it's finally going to be Tony. Can we, can we just to be safe? Because... I'm, if it doesn't happen this week, it's happening next week. Let's let's back pick in. who we think is going to get back in. Okay. And if it doesn't happen this week, we'll just pick again next week. Quinn, what would you do if they let two people back in and it was Tyson and Rob? <laughs> I would be mad. I have Rob. <laughs> Shit myself. Or I it's like that, that it's, was you saw that as a final three and you were upset. Oh yeah, I did. that's the thing when you were like, oh, when Tyson got back out, I knew that he wouldn't be in the final three, and I was like, yeah, but I don't know, it could still happen. It's like um, Tyson will win the challenge, and then Jeff will pull out a, a, like a new piece of paper, and he's like, oh, I found this ancient text that says rockets back in. <laughs> Sorry, Rob found the, the ancient text. <laughs> Rob found the podium idol. <laughs> <laughs> Automatically puts him back in. Alright, who do you think is going to This is out? This is the Boston Rob advantage. It's the advantage that says Boston Rob's in the game again. <laughs> <laughs> it's hidden at that giant statue of the or, In Boston Rob, this advantage is being played on you. <laughs> we, we hid the advantage underneath his uh, Boston hat. We hit the advantage in his back. <laughs> Look, guys, anyone could have found it. <laughs> the, first, the first to touch will still apply. <laughs> um, so who do you think is going to find Wait, we didn't pick who's going back in. You pick who's going back out first. No, because if somebody comes back in, okay, whatever. they would All be right, somebody who's going back, getting out. back in. Uh... I feel like this is hard. I have like three people it really could be. And uh, actually, I kind of already forgot about Kim. It easily could be Kim as well. I'm gonna say there's two big ones that I think. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with just based on that last thing. I'm gonna say Boston Rob. But only based on the way that they that storyline was set up for him. It feels like that's what they're foreshadowing because it's not who I, who I want back in I would laugh so hard if it was Kim 
Just in and out. <laughs> or Ethan. If it's Kim or Ethan, I'm going to laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, because... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to speak it into existence and say Wendell. I think Wendell would be a... F- probably... The, the two people who I think would, would inject the most fun back into this game would be Wendell and Natalie. I don't Rob think it's like Wendell because I feel in. like if you're... I don't, well, I guess maybe. I don't know. Because he did like a full lengthy interview about his edit that we talked about before. And I feel like a winner wouldn't do that. But maybe they would. I don't know. Anyways. I don't think... I just think because Wendell is... Oh, well, he wouldn't know if he won. No, but Wendell is tight enough with enough people in the game left where I think that he would actually make some interesting things happening if he came back in. Because he's tight with Jeremy, he's tight with Nick, he's tight with Michelle. I think he would he would be in the numbers, and I think that that would be beneficial for him. Also, just because he gets back in doesn't mean he's going to win, yeah. so no. it's still with me uh, I'll just, I feel like he would he could still lose even if he came back in, but I think he would make the game interesting. I'll just go the chaos route and pick Natalie. Why not? Yes, those are those are the three that I would I. Well, I'm not rooting for Rob. I just think the edit was for him. I think Natalie and Ethan are, or no, Natalie and and Wendell, and then I would like to see Ethan get back in just because he's my guy. But I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, um, and I think I think Wendell and Natalie are the most interesting options. Because it just it feels interesting. I feel like Natalie has gotten such a disproportionate amount of content compared to everyone else. She's been beasting it on the edge. She deserves yeah, it. Yeah, like, it feels like that was setting us up for something. I would love to see Natalie go back in. She's my she's You know my what? One. Why not? At this point, who cares? Yeah. I care deeply, and I would be upset if you won. But, why not? But, but yeah, I think right now, I, I think <laughs> Natalie deserves it most, and I think Wendell's the one who, who injects the most energy into the game, but still doesn't end up winning. So those are the two that I'm rooting for. And, and, and next week is two hours, so there's a very good possibility this happens next week. I'm only rooting for people on my team to come back in. Should we should we pick two people? Because there's going to be two votes next week. No, nah, we're fine. I mean, we never get them right anyways, but we can't. Oh, two people to go but home. But I mean, there's two. There's going to be two tribal councils next week. We're yeah. going to have to repeat votes at least then, be allowed to. What do you, what? Wait, what? Since there's two votes, we should be allowed to like repeat players. So you're saying the same person twice? Oh, no. What he's saying is, like, if I said Tony, he could still say Tony for one of his friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. But not I'm just saying we both pick two people. Vote. Yeah, because there's two people who might get voted out. Wait, so, so we can... we're, we're guess Normally we just say two names. <clears throat> and if it's right either time, That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We pick two people... We each pick two people. It's going to get too complicated and, if we're like, right. it's this episode and right. then the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Could you so say two names? I had said Tony originally. Okay. I'm going to... My two names are going to be uh, Ben and Sarah. I'm going to say Jeremy and Denise. Even though that hurts me to say. Because Denise was only saved last week. So can I repeat? She was only saved this time. <laughs> so are we repeating names? Yeah, you can. Because I can't put my boy Nick as an option. He's the only one left. Except for Michelle, but I don't think Michelle's going out either. I don't think Michelle or Nick are going home. I'm going to say Denise. Tony and Denise. Because that was in the hierarchy because I was going down. Denise gets the one-up on everybody else because she's the one who got rid of Sandra, and that's a big move. So she's a threat. Ben, I think, is... But that was so early on, though, that, like... I don't know. Ben's been too visible. Everybody else is a legend. Denise made a huge thing. Michelle and Nick are just hanging out. And and they've they've been doing stuff, but they've been, like, under the radar, which is why I think no one's going to target them. So who do we think is going to hoist themselves on their own petard? Ben. Sorry, I needed I needed to make sure I had it. No, that's good. That's good. I'm gonna say Tony because I think his I think his empire is gonna come tumbling down. I'm gonna say Denise as a fallout from Tribal. Maybe I don't know. 
Okay. I love Michelle in the preview for next week's episode. Jeremy says to her, what about we vote off Ben? And Gigi goes, I am down <laughs> <laughs> to get rid of Ben. It's... <laughs> I love that energy. <laughs> no one's going to defend Ben. Nobody. That's why Ben, I think, is a good choice for somebody to go home, because I don't think Ben has allies anymore. That's a, that's a good point, yeah. Like, I, I think Ben's in trouble, Denise is in trouble, Jeremy's in trouble, but Jeremy has friends. And Denise made that final three with Nick and Michelle, so maybe she's fine. I don't know. Because you want those numbers. Anyways, I'm excited to see who comes back from the edge. It could change everything. Do we want to just for fun vote for somebody we definitely think won't come back? Is it good? We're all going to say Danny again. We don't need to. Well, no, I was going to say Adam. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not writing that down. <laughs> all right. So where can you find us? We're on Twitter at snuffed underscore pod. No. Snuff pod. Yes. <laughs> Pod, pod at snuff.com? <laughs> no. What is it? Snuffed pod. That's it? At Twitter. That's it. I thought there was an underscore in it. I hate it. We know you said that. Then why did you think we had one? Because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think the breakdown one has an underscore in it. I, and I, I don't like saying it because I don't like underscores in <laughs> ad names. Um, okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Moliterno and I host a show called uh, The Silver Screen Breakdown with Zach Gendron where we talk about movies and I host a show called Generation Animation where we talk about cartoons both on the Fan Off Network go check those out you can find me at Leather Velma and I'm at Up. Which is a reference, Leather Velma, a reference specifically to Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed? Of course. What other movie is there? <laughs> I've never seen any others. Well, we know, well, we know you've seen Ma. Nope. What if I lied? <laughs> it's like, nope, I've never seen it. And I've been gaslighting you guys this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you knew so much about it on our one-star episode. <laughs> And all the other times you've talked about it constantly. <laughs> oh yeah, we, speaking of One Star, that's a podcast hosted by me and Lauren. At yes. Sierra Burgess is a loser episode coming soon, if you're interested in Is that, that at One Star what? Movies? Is that her Twitter handle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at One Star Movies. I'm glad Perfect. I wasn't the only one who didn't know. Okay, that's right. it. Stuff that candle, baby. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.